are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Yes, thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071 and streaming on mytalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon here reminding you what we do every week on our episodes of The Mom Show. We help demystify some things, hopefully give you some information that makes you feel more settled and at ease because we know we're so busy, especially right now, there is so much going on. And so we do that courtesy of our rotating panel of experts that comes through, gives us all kinds of information. And we handle, I like to say a lot of it is about that health space where you're talking about your mental health, your physical health, your actual health or your financial health, all of those things we talk about. So coming in to help us today, of course, one of our best friends, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Centers and Women's Health Clinic. Welcome back, Dr. Amy. Thank you. Good morning. Oh, you know, we are very excited to have you in because there's... So many different stressors on all of us parents right now. And it's interesting because normally we would be doing what? And in summer, we might be in powered down mode, just trying to start that collection of what's that back to school transition going to look like. And all of that's right. Vacation. And none of those things. None of those things are happening right now. Maybe maybe you're still going on a vacation, but it looks drastically different than what you did in the past. And so there's a lot of chaos going on right now. So it's great to have you come in and go, oh, that's okay, parents. We're all dealing with it. Here's some strategies. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about parenting through the pandemic Mm -hmm. and keeping your sanity a little bit. Right. Right. And we are taking your calls. You can always be part of the mom show. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And Dr. Amy, one thing that has not changed, and I always like to remind everybody about what goes on over at Health Foundations, Birth Centers, and Women's Health Clinic. Babies are still coming. Babies are still (laughs) coming. Babies are still here. And so thank you for doing what you do and helping like help that. I've I've had some friends that have had some babies recently. I know it's already maddening. So to have somebody that can guide you through all of that and give you those help you with those 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 new navigations because it's so different. Well, I think pregnancy just in general, right? You're Mm -hmm. learning. It's different. Your body's changing. Your family structure is changing. Right. And then you even if it's your second or third. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then you throw a pandemic on top of all of that. And it's just, you know, it's challenging for people. And so, um, and you know, we've had lots of questions too. You know, we've had lots of inquiries about, you know, delivering at the birth center and maybe not wanting to deliver at the hospital or Mm -hmm. what that looks like. Or, you know, there's been so many changes with how healthcare is being delivered and what that, what that looks like, especially for pregnancy that, you know, we encourage you, give us a call. You know, we are doing um, consultations either one-on-one um, virtually, right? or we also have tours that are being done virtually, mm-hmm. but it gives you an opportunity to ask questions and see, you know, if it's a good fit or not. And, you know, we're continuing to do women's health. And so um, that's something you can always come in for. You know, I hear a lot of questions about, well, are people, are providers still seeing people? Right. Um, because I know everything kind of closed down and absolutely, especially if you have something acute going on okay, and, um, or you're not feeling well, or, you know, something just doesn't feel right, or it's something that needs to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely call and schedule an appointment. That's what we're here for. And I think there's some things that we have backburnered ourselves, you know, where you're going, I wanted to get, I was going to get this looked at in February. 
Uh-huh. And then things started happening. And so you're going, it's not that big of a deal. And maybe it is. Maybe it is something that you should get handled. Or it's if nothing else, maybe it's keeping you up at night and just making all of this that we're going through right now worse because you're thinking about that too. Or it just keeps coming up on your list. Exactly. You know, I was talking to my husband the other day because um, something happened with my car. And mm-hmm. I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh, you know, we'll just wait. Right. But you know what? My new motto is don't wait because you don't know what's coming. I agree. Next. I, you know, I've been having a similar conversation <laughs> in my friend group is that, you know, we kind of my methodology and it sounds like this is similar to yours is that we can't keep going. We'll wait until things get back to that quote unquote yep. normal. We don't know what that is. So all we can do is go, how do I get this done now? We have to figure yep. out how to navigate where we are. And I'm sure that that's going to come up with a lot of things that we're dealing with, including our health. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I mean, I, I've definitely um, prescribed to that idea that if something comes up in our lives, even if it's little, right, I'm not pushing it off anymore because, gosh, you know, I, I feel like I want to say I've learned my lesson. <laughs> exactly. But particularly with your health, that's yeah. not something to wait or to think, oh, it's probably fine. Right. Right. Um, those are always things to check in with somebody. About. Right. And there's lots of things that if you are still in that process of, OK, I'm doing some family planning. That's probably a good reason to touch touch base with your provider and talk, you know, and make Absolutely. those calls. And, and, and definitely. And so we are seeing um, lots of um, women who are thinking about getting pregnant and who who have lots of questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of questions outside the general. How can I be the healthiest? You know, taking a prenatal vitamin, doing my checkup, all these sorts of things. But thinking about timing and planning and what that looks like. Um, so that's you're right. That's another great reason to you know to start that conversation. Right. And so we're glad that people can reach out to you. We're going to remind everybody that they can get a hold of you by going to healthfoundations.com. That's a great way to do that first step. Just to get some questions after, uh, some answered if you've had things weighing on you. And we're going to hopefully do that through today's show as well. Absolutely. As we just kinda, and it's always good. You know, one of the things that I get is the feedback every time that you're on is that, you make it so accessible and it's so real and just honest to go, okay, you don't expect to do everything. What's that perfect as a parent? You know, there's no such thing. We're just going to do the best that we can and keep working. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's even uh, become more apparent right. in the last few months um, that, you know, the Instagram and Facebook perfect just, just aren't the reality. Exactly. And I think everyone is really finding their own groove Mm -hmm. and what that looks like for them, which I think is, you know, there's lots of hard things that have come with this pandemic, but I think there's lots, uh, you know, if we try and look at the silver lining of things that, you know, have shaken out that are good as well. Right. And I think part of that is, is families, you know, finding their own groove and really being forced in a much different way to get out of our busy lives. Right. And look and see what that looks like for our family. I'm glad that you brought up busy lives because I think a lot of when what was busy is what we were considering structure. And we really liked that word structure. And that it was something key as a parent to go, oh, no, you need to provide a structure and a framework for your kids. And kids work better with structure. And now structure looks a lot different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does structure look like in your house right now? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I I have our our version of it <laughs> that seems to be working for us. And so yeah. that's the best thing I can do. I'm like, well, you know what? Some of these things are actually going better than the structure that I was using before. Yeah, I would agree. You know, even just kind of what we're doing on a day to day basis. Um, 
even around things like uh, family meals right. and meal prep. And it sounds so funny mm-hmm. or just so maybe even insignificant. Right. Right. But, you know, we didn't necessarily think about a lot of those things prior because you're right. Our busyness was school activities, work. And it it's not that we don't necessarily always have all of those things anymore, but it, it's in a much different form. Right. It's almost like we're really we're really working together as a family unit. Yes. In a different way. Right. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, not all days are great. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. But um but yeah, it's it's really interesting how that's changed. But I think too, along has come at you know, definitely there's transitions, there's stress. And so I think, you know, as we talk through today, just some little reminders of things that you can do as a parent to kind of keep your sanity through all of this. Right. 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 And I think it's good to bring that up because it's so much as we're having this conversation, it's apparent how much of our structure that we had before was based upon this societal construct. And so mm-hmm. we were all making ourselves fit into that model. And now it's interesting as I talk to other people, so much of it now has to be in- incredibly individualized where it's like, well, if you're not making me fit within that structure, what can I do to get it done myself? And it's looking right. very interesting for everybody. That part I do think is fun. And I know that it's stressing a lot of people out. I'm in that boat as well. But that has been very freeing to go, well, you know what? That structure was causing anxiety for me now right? that it turns out and I don't have to do it. It's like, oh, that's why I was so stressed out is because I was trying to fit in that structure. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. And and yes, I, I do actually think it'll be a while, but right. whenever that happens to see what we actually put back on our plate. Yes. Yes. Now that we get to pick, now and it's kind of a la carte. Pick. It's kind of a la carte. Well, as we go to our first break, what do you want to cover when we get back, Dr. Amy? I think we're going to start talking just a little bit about what you as a parent can do and remember to do to help keep those stress levels down All a little right. bit. And we can also take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Centers and Women's Health Clinic. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Centers and Women's Health Clinic talking about how you can parent during this pandemic and not go insane. So if you have any questions, if you want to be part of the conversation, we encourage you to call. If you have some things that have been working for you, if you want to call in and share, we're all about that as well. The number is 651-641-1071. So one thing I think that's important to talk about, and you're going to kind of probably sigh and think, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) is really talking about keeping moving. Right. And, you know, I don't even know if I want to use the word exercise, but move, you know, what I'm seeing at the clinic and what I'm seeing particularly with our patients is, and myself, honestly, Mm -hmm. is in this pandemic, you know, we have all basically been in our homes. Right. And, you know, in our daily lives, I guess I never realized how much, you know, movement I had in the day, just doing things like going to the car, going to work, picking up the kids from school, going to the grocery store, going to Target, Mm -hmm. going for walks, whatever. That adds up to a fair amount of movement in a day when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Well, now during this pandemic, as people are really staying more in their homes, Mm -hmm. all of that movement has really, for the most part, fallen to the wayside. Right. And what I'm seeing, and particularly, you know, we see a lot of pregnant people. And so 
in pregnancy. So what we're seeing is, you know, babies being positioned in different ways and aches and pains in a greater frequency than maybe we would have. But, you know, even, you know, in myself, I notice either that lack of movement has a huge impact on how my body feels. Right. On, you know, in general, just, you know, we're seeing weight gain in general. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody, it comes with the food and the alcohol and all these things, but a lot of it too is just that lack of movement. Right. And it also plays into our moods. I was just going to bring that up because, you know, you and I, we're, we're social media friends and real friends and, yep. you know, as well. And so, you know, I've been doing this push-up challenge. And so it's been making me think about this, not only from a physical health point, but as a mental health standpoint. Yep. And really realizing how before all of this happened, how much... I needed that adrenaline rush of being able to do something like this or just even having those hormones and endorphins, everything moving around more because you weren't so static. Yep. As really like come back to me. I'm like, I literally feel better that that I'm doing more of these things, just, you know, mentally brighter doing these things. Yeah, because I think um, it just kind of feel a little bit like a slug after a while. Exactly. And sludge and things don't move through your body the same way. And, you know, you know, when we couple that, which you bring up all the time, I'm sure that's not helping. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's the counterpart to this, you know, on the day, you know, I've really made a commitment. I mean, I get it. There's been so many changes. Right. And I, I fell into this, you know mode of we've made so many changes. The kids are home. We're working from home for the most part, thinking about school, all of these things. uh, Movement was not top priority. Right. I mean, I'd go for walks occasionally or whatever. Uh, um, But I've really made that commitment the last, you know, couple of weeks to have movement in the day Mm -hmm. and I sleep better. Right. My mood is better. Um, you know, I feel like I eat even a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like it's, it's a whole shift. And so really, you know, don't discount how important that is. And it's not that you have to get out on the treadmill, get out on your bike, walk 10 miles, right. or even three miles. It's Or even a 5K. You don't have to run out and do no. those things. But just have movement. Mm-hmm. And it can be with your kids. It doesn't have to be with your kids. Maybe this is the moment that you get a little bit of quiet time or you time in the day um, and, you know, really take advantage of all the virtual things that are available as well. You know, a lot of companies have made so many things available for free, um, whether it's yoga or stretching classes or some sort of a movement class or exercise class. There's so much on YouTube now these days, too, that you can find. Absolutely. I went to my first outdoor group fitness class. I have a couple of friends who are fitness instructors and they've been doing free classes. Oh, that's and great. so they're socially distanced. We were outside. So you got some fresh air and well, I'm, I'm be honest with you. It was really hard because I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. not in my shape. I'm, I'm, I'm in a different shape than I was before all this happened, but it was very emotionally freeing to go, okay, I'm here. Not only am I outside, I'm around other people and we're, you know, and just to get that in, yep. you know, and like you, you can't, you know, I'm not expecting to be great at it, but I'm like, well, I'm here. You know, it just felt felt good to be there. It felt good to be there and probably just good to see other people. Right. Mm-hmm. In know, a different setting. In a different setting. And, you know, I think the exercising outside, you know, a social distancing is a great, great option mm-hmm. for people. And to take advantage of it now that it's summer, you know, into summer, into fall before we hit winter. Right. 
And, you know, I don't necessarily want to talk about the big W word yet. Right. Winter. Yeah. That's, yeah, I know. And we're trying to hold off thinking that because it'll. <laughs> but a little bit of this, too. And I've, I have to admit, I have started thinking about a little bit of this is what are we going to do this winter? Right. To keep our sanity. And, you know, this movement piece, I think, is going to be a, a huge piece, not only not only for us as adults, but for our kids. Right. Right. Um, I really think trying to 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 understand what that looks like um, and who knows what will happen with the virus. I know there's lots of predictions that with the virus coupled with the flu and, you know, everything that's happening that that we might see an uptick and and everything be a little bit worse. So, you know, planning for what that looks like in your home. Right. Or, you know being excited about being outside in the cold this year. Right. You know, maybe this is the year you take up snowshoeing. Right. Right. You do that cross country, like that, that outdoor stuff. I mean, I have been trying to do that for a couple of years with my kid just because winter in general is such a, if you don't figure out a way to extend your outdoor time, then you're locked in the house for six months. It's like, so I, I had mentally trying to reframe that. I don't mentally allow myself to consider it cold until it's below 30. And I'm like, that's still, it's still, we need to go outside and do right. stuff until we hit 30. And oh, whatever sure. that is for you, because everybody's different. So whatever that is for you that you're like, okay, maybe 30 is too much. I'm laughing because at first I thought you said below 30, like 30 no, below, no, no, and I'm no, like, no, no. wow, right, yeah. you are hardcore. I am, I am not, <laughs> Dr. Amy. I absolutely am not hardcore. No, just but like until it hits 30 yeah, degrees, we can still like, okay. This is not, you know, you don't get to count this as cold until it gets, you know, it hits 30 and it gets colder than that. And I think, too, even things like, um, so my kids are 11 and 13. Mm -hmm. I was surprised that our 13-year-old, all of a sudden, Pokemon Go was refound in our household. (laughs) We should trade. We can be friends. I am a trainer. Pokemon Go, Harry Potter, Wizards United, all of those things that get you outside and get you to walk around. And like, it's funny because you bring those up and I know a lot about those games. (laughs) They actually made it so that it is easier to do Pokemon Go from home or socially distanced. So the games like that have even added in ways where some of the things that you needed to be really close to because they wanted you to gather, they've extended the distance that some of these things work. So you can do it from a little farther away and still do it safely with your kids. So if your unit is safe, and you're going, okay, well, I want to hang out with my kids, but we can still do this as this collective Pokemon Go hive mind. There are ways that you can do it and still not have to be that close to people. So that's good, too. There's lots of options. Oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it works well with younger kids as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. but um, yeah, I was... I was a little shocked and actually very happy that that was reincarnated in our household. Right. Um, because it was a way for, you know, us to get outside again and mm-hmm. to do something a little bit different. And it's just social enough. Yes. You know, it gives you something to do if you're not, if you, you know, especially if you're trying to figure out something. I think it's hard when you have kids our age to go, well, what are we going to talk about? Like when they're when they're really little, I think it's easier. And then once they're adults, maybe you can figure it out at this in between that tween (laughs) teenage. They're like, why am I business? You know, kind of. And then they go to now I think you're great. And so it's really hard. So having something like Pokemon Go, as silly as it sounds, that you can go, no, I'm into what you're into. Tell me about all of the, you know, everything that you've caught and what do we do and which ones do you like? It's a good icebreaker for you and your kids. That's true. I Mm -hmm. think that's a great. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So even so, you know, being creative a little bit that way with your kids. I mean, I know we have a little bit of a joke in our house. It's kind of like, oh, my gosh, mom, one more bike ride. <laughs> right. 
mom's going on her walk. <laughs> and I always ask, yeah, do you guys want to come with me? No. No, right. <laughs> My son doesn't want to come with me. I'm like, go for a walk. He's like, no walk. And I'm like, oh. In the beginning of this, I had takers. I don't have takers anymore. Right, right. So that's okay. You know, that's it's my fine. little bit of quiet time. I have found, you know, talking a little bit about activity, you know, sure, I, I like listening to music and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, but, you know, I've really found that taking those walks, I've done lots more um, audiobooks. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I know lots of people do a lot of those things, but it's just another, you know, for me, it's a mindless time. Right. And I get in some activity, it gets some sunshine and some fresh air and it feels good. And, you know, it's actually kind of something I look forward to is to say, oh, what's going to happen next in right. that book? Or, oh, I'm excited to listen to the next episode of that podcast. Um, so, because I feel like, you know, even talking with people where we have not a lot of things to look forward to in the same way that we have in the past. Agreed. And in some ways, I know there's all these memes and this stuff on social media of like, well, what's happening next Right. in 2020 or, mm-hmm. you know, this was July. What's coming in August? Yes. So I feel like we have kind of that that sense of of the world right now. And so to even have those little things to look forward right. to can make a difference. And I like that a lot of the suggestions you made so far, these are we also know that a lot of budgets are tighter for families than they used to be. And so these are cost effective ways that you can still, you know, keep yourself moving, keep your your mental and physical health, you know, a priority, which is important and not worry about, oh, I have to live up this standard. So I, I need this and I didn't get the fancy workout shoes or I don't have all the right gear for a Tabata class. All those things. You don't have to worry about it. Sure. Mm-hmm. What's Tabata? Oh, it's <laughs> it's kind of like one of those high intensity workouts. I'll show you. I'll okay. show you. You'll like it. Okay. It's like bursts. You do like a really high intensity minute uh, work uh, exercise group for a minute and then you have like a 20 second rest and then you oh. do it again and then you have like a minute rest. You, we're going to talk about all those things, Dr. Okay. Amy. I'm going to help you. Like, <laughs> You can be my new virtual you'll, workout partner. You'll bridge me outside the walk. Exactly. We'll do it. We can just Zoom. We can Zoom our Tabatas together. There you go. So we appreciate everybody joining us here for The Mom Show. Welcome back to The Mom Show on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my friend, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundations, Birth Centers, and Women's Health Clinic, reminding you that you can get a hold of them by going to their website, healthfoundations.com. And you have a number of centers. We've talked about um, how you've also easily pivoted into that providing telehealth for your patients and and clients if that's what they feel most comfortable with. Absolutely. Yep. The birth center and our main clinic is in St. Paul. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a clinic in Minneapolis Mm -hmm. in Linden Hills. And so we um, we're seeing women's health again uh, this start in July. We're already in July. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Again uh, in Minneapolis as well. Okay. Wonderful. 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 So again that's healthfoundations.com. So, you know, we've been talking about, you know, the stress of a parent kind right. of through this pandemic. Uh, we talked, remembering about movement and just, you know, just remembering some of those ideas of how to keep moving throughout the day. But the other thing, you know, that we get a lot of questions about. So we get lots of questions about what can we do and what can't we do. Right. When patients come in or when pregnant people come in. And um, one of the things we talk a lot about is pods. Okay. And I know that 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 word has been starting to get used more and more. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of more people are familiar with it, but the idea is really um, 
identifying other families, other individuals, other couples um, that are practicing similarly that you are during the pandemic. Right. That you feel comfortable being around mm-hmm. um, because then it just extends your social circle. Right. A little bit. And this in particular, I mean, it's very, it's important for everybody to have that social interaction. Right. But in particular, it can help parents because if your kids have other kiddos to play with, mm-hmm. to interact with, to have time with besides you. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It can really help with that sanity piece as a parent. Right. And I know that's been difficult is finding those if you didn't have some of those structures and ties set in before things started shut down. It has been difficult for co- people to go, how am I comfortable building these relationships? And so it has been, we understand that it's one of those things where we're going, well, how do I even start? How do you even start? And how do you ask the hard questions? Mm-hmm. You know, I think... um Maybe we're getting better at this, but it's, you know, it can be difficult to be the person sometimes to ask, um, what are you doing? Are you going to the grocery store? Are you getting together with other people? Are you going and working out at a gym inside? Mm -hmm. Are you um, eating at restaurants? Are you eating inside restaurants, outside restaurants? I mean, for people in our practice, especially being pregnant, um, those are some you know, really specific questions. Right. But when you're building these pods and when you're, you're, you're trying to expand that social network that you have, um, I think people are starting to understand that it's okay to ask those, you know, those questions and it's okay to be for one family to say, Hey, this is what we're doing. Right. And, and this, that's great. And, mm-hmm. and even if it's not what you're doing, that's fine. Right. But knowing that, and then, and then, you know, making that decision one right. way or the other. Because we are finding that lots of people are on different a strata of comfortability with yeah. this. And so maybe you are like, we're really good at this, but if it's stressing you out that they're in that, then maybe they're not the right mix for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, do I feel th- like it's like online dating now for like families. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a lot of those questions that I had to ask anyway. Like if right. I was on Tinder, like, like <laughs> how, how often are you going around other people? And maybe that, that their answer will sign up with mine and maybe it will not. Oh my gosh. Maybe this is the future right mm-hmm. here. Right. Is that it's there'll be a Tinder like version of app. families? Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, that's Producer one way Sonny, to Make a note. It. That we, (laughs) that Dr. Amy came up with that idea. We can get somebody on that. (laughs) Tinder for family. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it can be really helpful, I think. You know, one, it it does get the kids out of the house. Right. And uh, that interaction, you know, all of all of the health benefits we know. Um, There's more movement, you know, just the fact of being social. Yes. Um, and I know too, I think kids being around other kids and having that opportunity to talk yes. to people that are on their same level can be really helpful. Right. Um, and depending on the level of electronics in your household, they may or may not have that opportunity otherwise. Exactly. So, you know, really be thinking about that, um, building that social network. Um, and then I know too, you know, this is just even confounded more a little bit with, I'm not even going to get into the politics of what's happening with opening schools. Right. But, you know, the, I think there's going to be lots of conversations and, you know, schools are even talking about this. If there's an in-person or hybrid option, you know, kind of this whole pot idea. Right. Um, and healthcare is already doing it. You know, we, um, 
we at the clinic and I know in the hospitals, they have, you know, cohorts of people that are together. So if someone does get ill, you know, it's that cohort and not everyone in a group that's been exposed. And so it's, it's really thinking about that, that comfortability level. Right. Cause I think it's also good just to start having these conversations because as you said, we're not sure how long we'll be in the midst of this. So finding ways that we can navigate this as a marathon Yep. Versus thinking what we were hoping that it was a sprint that we would just run for a little while and be uncomfortable and we'd you know be able to go back. That doesn't seem to be the case right now. So just trying to find ways that we can settle in and maintain a a quality of life that I think we're all you know trying to get back to. And so being able to have these conversations probably gets us to there more quickly. You know what I've been surprised about too. I know sometimes with adults it's sometimes a charged conversation but I've noticed with kids and you know even just watching my kids um, in the interactions that we have and kind of the few pods that we have Mm -hmm. is you know we still socially distance we still are outside you know those are kind of the the, the, what we've decided, you know, to follow. Um, but our kids are able to have those conversations with their peers mm-hmm. in a much less charged, just every day. Hey, you know, when we sit at a table, you sit here, I sit there. Right. We're six feet apart. We're good. Great. Mm-hmm. And they move it's on. Just move on. Mm-hmm. And um, having that, just that awareness, I, I was really impressed right. and surprised by how quickly a lot of children pivoted. Which I'm I'm happy for that too, because I think as a parent, we were also starting to preemptively mourn their childhood on their behalf. Yes. Like it's going to be so different and you're not going to do this. And I know that it was really hard for a lot of parents as we were going through graduation season. Oh my goodness, uh, And what yes. the expectation we had. And so I do feel that I agree with you now that we're going, oh, here's the discussions we can have where we can maintain a really high quality life for our kids and go, but they're going to be good and they're yeah. going to be happy and we're going to keep them safe and everything will be fine. And we'll figure it out yep. instead of just going, oh my gosh, we're going to have this dark time for our kids. It is different. You know, it is different for them and it is hard. And so being able to figure out ways that make it easier for them is part of why we're having this conversation today. Yeah. And I think it's surprising. Well, maybe not surprising, but maybe a little surprising. Mm -hmm. It's really helped us for our family, at least get back to some basics. Exactly. And creativity and imagination. And by no means are screens gone in our house. You know, I will not... No, <laughs> I'll I'll serve that up. You know, we do have screens in our <laughs> right. house. We've got an Xbox, but um, but we, you know, sure our kids are involved. Like my daughter does dance, so mm-hmm. we do dance virtually. Wonderful, and mm-hmm. you know that that's been an adjustment. But right. now we're there. Mm-hmm. But now she spends time. She pulled out paints yes. from. Who knows how long ago? And we've done all the puzzles. I just want to clarify. You said paints. I thought you said pants at first. I was like, I didn't know you were an anti-pant family. (laughs) I know that's a thing. I'm like, I'm not anti-pants, but something was the anti-pants. Paints. Okay, so she's been painting. She's been painting. And now we have all these beautiful canvases. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, Just fun. You know, little things. She even pulled out um, a container and put dirt in it. And we found these seeds that we had gotten from somewhere. <laughs> started planting seeds. Wonderful. And I was like, so, you know, there's still all that good play and interaction. And, and as an adult, for me, I found it's letting go. Right. Yeah. And being okay. I mean, and I've definitely had the times when I feel like I've mourned losing plans and trips and classes and performances Precisely. and all those things. 
But a lot of times, you know, granted, it's not graduations. It's not weddings. That's very different. Mm -hmm. But all these other things, you know, I'm finding that sure that kids maybe be a little sad, Mm -hmm. but then they move on. But I have a hard time moving on. Right. I'm like, you were going to be a swim champ and now you're not in swim lessons. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> like, uh-huh. That was for me, not for him. It's he didn't really... hate swim lessons, but yeah. it was for me. And I figured a lot of those things out too, Dr. Amy. I agree with you. It's just been interesting. And it's such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And there's all of these, I mean, transitions for everybody and realizations exactly. and self-reflection and crazy moments. Right. And, I just, yeah, it's just so interesting. Right, right. And I think that that's good. The fact that, you know, you mentioned those self-reflecting moments that a lot of us are having. And so being able to have them be that and not moments where we feel despair, where it's like, okay, well, let me learn from this and what can I do next Mm -hmm. is a lot of what we're encouraging people to do today is like figure that out, get your support system in place, reach out if you need to talk to somebody else to help you navigate some of these things that you're doing with. And, you know, remember, Reminding everybody, yes, we are we are still because of the way things are a lot more, quote unquote, isolated than we used to be. Mm -hmm. So encouraging you to find other ways to reconnect with people who are important to you, because it is maddening to go to feel like you're going through this all on your own. Right. You know, that is definitely not what we're encouraging everybody to do. That does not work that way. So how can you build a community in a different way than you did before? I think so. And I think, too, you know, I've really taken a new look at what gratitude means. Yes. And um, especially uh, with all the changes that are happening and people losing their jobs and Mm -hmm. people losing their homes and their health insurance. And um, it's finding those little things in the day that I feel grateful for. Right. And, you know, I've really started voicing a lot of that with the kids in particular Mm -hmm. of being grateful for you know, the things that we have and the things that we are able to do and the interactions that we are able to have and that we're healthy today Mm -hmm. and um, that we have groceries today. Right. And it's those little things too. And, you know, I know a lot, we hear a lot about that practice of gratitude, but you know, I think it does. It's, it's, it's that same idea of kind of finding that, silver lining or finding that positive in your day um, and focusing on that can, can really be a shift and a, and a game changer. Right. And it just, it's, it's like anything else It takes practice. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, having that, we've talked a little bit about movement before, Mm -hmm. you know, moving in your day, finding those things that you're grateful for and having grace yes, with yourself mm-hmm. and with everything that's going on, knowing that you don't have all the answers. Right. You don't have. Welcome back to the mom show here on my talk. One Oh seven one streaming on my talk. One Oh seven one.com. I'm Miss Shannon with Dr. Amy Johnson grass from health foundations, birth centers and women's health clinic. And we're talking about some strategies uh, for you to maintain your sanity as a parent, as we are going through this pandemic. So you can still call in and be part of the conversation at six, five, one, six, four, one, one, so, you know, we've talked a little bit about today, just remembering about movement. Yes. Not even full out exercise, but moving mm-hmm. during the day. You know, we talked about your pods. Yes. You know, expanding your social circle mm-hmm. um, with people that are practicing similar that, that you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really just want to talk a little bit about um, making sure you're not socially and self-isolating. Right. 
because I think it's really easy right now um, with everything that's in place and uh, everything that's happening. Maybe you have, maybe you're fearful, right? I see a lot of fear, mm-hmm. um, especially in the, with the pregnant um, people that we help. We have lots of questions about the real specifics that come in to say, Hey, Dr. Amy, what am I supposed to be doing? Exactly. Can I go to the gym? Mm-hmm. Can I go to the grocery store? Um, can I go out and eat? You know, what if my partner is working outside of the home? Yeah. You know, I'm sure that comes up as well. Yeah. And I think those are all good and valid questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for our pregnant um, people in our practice and just in general, when I talk to people who are pregnant, you know, we don't want people to be self-isolating. Right. Um, and so we do encourage people to, you know, socially distance outside with friends, mm-hmm. connect over Zoom, mm-hmm. make, you know, text or FaceTime. You we know, learn how to actually use your phone as a phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's Call somebody. Sonny made a face like, oh, no, please don't use my phone as a phone. <laughs> <laughs> All the anxiety comes right. out. This like I'm sure different anxiety. I, I know that friend. She's my friend. That she's all like, why is she actually calling? Like, <laughs> something's wrong. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to pick up something's exactly. wrong. Exactly. I have to talk. I understand, Sadi. I know it's hard. It's like you know you got to be old school like me. I'm like, remember when you used to actually make phone calls on your phone? Like it, it's it, it. I get it. And actually, if you look at it this way, I think that actual phone calls are less stressful than uh, video calls and Zoom calls. So I'm like, I, I didn't have to you know, worry about whether I did my hair or, or I'm looking back at myself. And if I look puffy, if my friend just calls me on the phone, I can sound awake. I, I I'm awake. I'm here. Right? Exactly. I'm present. Yeah. So now it turns into a fun game if you actually call one of your friends again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um remembering to do that right it sounds funny and some people are probably thinking oh my gosh how could you not connect with people those are the extroverted people of the world Mm -hmm. right you know but even my so i look at my daughter she's 11 she is an extrovert she's a social bee Mm -hmm. that's where she gets her energy is from being with others yes and in the beginning you know the first thing she had to learn was how to use all this media. Yes. Because we were sure we had an iPad and, but we didn't do, she didn't do FaceTime with her friends. Mm -hmm. She didn't do all of these messaging type things. Right. So that was a piece of it. She had that under control. And then I feel like she interacted pretty well on a daily basis with friends and kept up with everyone. But as this pandemic has been going on longer, I noticed there came a point when it kind of started falling off a little bit. Exactly. And I'd start checking in with her kind of like, Hey, I noticed you maybe haven't been, you know, FaceTiming your friends or, you know, doing extra dance classes with mm-hmm. your friends. Cause they would come up with these games or dance class or do an art project on zoom with everybody, right. whatever. And that came to be less and less. And so, you know, I've noticed that even for myself, you know, I had a really, you know, I have a really tight group of friends and all of a sudden, I, I've noticed the last couple of weeks and, and actually preparing for this show, it really made me think a little bit more of, gosh, I'm not as present with that anymore. Right. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I feel like all of a sudden I'm kind of socially isolating myself without even realizing it. Right. And it does start in those little 
dribs and drabs. I agree with you because I have some groups that were the same thing. We were like super active in this chat. And then every Saturday we'd have a video call. Yeah. Just to check in, just to check in with everybody. And then slowly it's, I'm busy, but it's like, well, what are you busy doing? Like I, uh, you know, myself have been that where it's like, I wasn't busy. I just felt tired. It just felt like work to make those interactions. And so it has been like, no, if this is important to me, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So really be thinking about that and just check in with yourself. Right. But also check in with your friends, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a text. Right. Or. You know, maybe just say, hey, you know, we were doing these Friday five o'clock phone calls as Mm -hmm. well with our friends just to see everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've got one friend in particular. She's very good at this. Yes. And, you know, probably once a week, I feel like I get a a text just checking and saying, she's saying, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And gosh, I appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Right. So check in on each other. Don't socially isolate. Check Mm -hmm. in on yourself. Right. Agreed. Um, don't get so absorbed in whatever this is that we're doing. Yes. Because you don't want to think about other things. So you uh-huh. just get very tunnel vision in your life and go, here's the thing I can think about. Yep. That doesn't cause any distress. So you just focus on that. Yeah. And hyper focus on it to the point that you're not doing all these other things that'll probably be better for you in the long run. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so... um so, and really, again, taking advantage of it being summer, it being nice out, you know, doing those socially distance, whatever it is, right? Um, with friends. And so you get those interactions, you get that social time and possibly getting that time alone from your kids. Right. So this is another thing that I've noticed, and I've heard this from a lot of parents, mm-hmm. is all of a sudden we didn't realize that we did actually get a little bit of alone time during the day when all of a sudden we get none. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. we are around people. All, <laughs> at least I find that I am. I'm around people all the time, whether mm-hmm. it's my kids or my husband or I'm at work or whatever. But during the day, there were those times before the pandemic when I felt like, oh, I had these little bit of break. At least in your car for a second while you transition right. from one thing to another. Right, and so I well, hear you that don't from have a to lot of people. Anybody else telling you what to do or what to turn on or asking you a question? <laughs> I mom, agree. Mom, <laughs> right. mom, oh my mom, 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 mom. <laughs> it's like that bird off of one of those. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you? Movies. Could you just please stop? Nope. I love you. All right. Oh, the other day I was like, oh my gosh, what I started doing the other night because I didn't want to hear mom one more time is I'd put in earbuds <laughs> and I'd listen to a podcast and I'd pretend that I couldn't hear them anymore. <laughs> Like, you know how to get in front of me if you really need me. Right. Yeah. I'm like, you, you you don't need me for these things. No, you'll be okay. <laughs> and like, we'll be fine. I agree with you. And then too, you know, I've started talking to our patients a little bit more about this too, is talking about date nights. Mm-hmm. Because um, what I'm finding is people are, are really not connecting with their partners. Right. Uh, we're, we're, we're going through this together. And maybe we're paralleling or we're, we're going to a, the common goal, yes. but not really connecting. Right. And it doesn't mean that, sure, date nights used to maybe be going out to dinner or, you know, getting together with friends or going to a concert or whatever. Not necessarily a date night in those respects, but even if it's just um, a dinner together right. in the backyard mm-hmm. or, you know, going and going for a walk and grab an ice cream or whatever that looks like, you know, 
being a little bit intentional with your partner. Right. To carve out a little bit of time to connect. Right. And not talk about the pandemic. Right. Or the kids going back to school. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you're having to pivot at work. Right. Really maybe just trying to be. And remember who you who who you're with. Yeah. <laughs> just again a chance to get to know them again, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we've been on this trajectory the last few months of just being hyper-focused on all of these other things and even our kids, you know, right. being hyper-focused on what they need that, that exactly. we haven't looked at that partnership. And I think that we, we've talked about that before where it's difficult to remember to look at what's, what you need yeah. because you're so really good and accomplished at going, you know, making sure that you are looking at them first. Yep. So it does, you have to actually remind yourself it's okay and not selfish to do things for yourself. And I'm terrible about that too. I have to remind myself all the time that I'm like, I'm not being selfish by going, I need 20 minutes to just breathe and then right. do this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And finding what those new things are. Cause I think we, a lot of times when we thought about doing things for ourselves, it involved things outside the home. Right. And so it's really, again, having to look and say, what does that look like? For me doing something for myself, mm-hmm. and it, it it really comes down to it in a much simpler fashion. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe you just want to go walk and catch Pokemon by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's okay. <laughs> I relish some of these little bit of alone times. Right. I love it because mm-hmm. it's quiet. And like I said, even those little things to look forward to. Right can be so so helpful right so as we're starting to wrap up i know that we've been trying to give some just real world tips for people that are out there and just remind them of some of these basics that maybe has slowly just dwindled in your life so what do we want to leave them with today so you know just reminders to to not discount the basics okay you know get movement make sure you're sleeping mm-hmm. connect with people you know Find your pods so you get to have that social, have more people in your social circle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're really struggling to reach out. Right. You know, we're here on on the mom show. This is one source. If you don't know where to start, you can call our office and start with us. Mm -hmm. We have been talking with a lot of uh, a lot of women and a lot of people who are struggling and need need to be need to talk to a provider right and it's okay yes there's a lot of changes happening there's mm-hmm. a lot of stress happening if you don't know where to start you can start with us right so you can very easily get a hold of everyone over at health foundations by going to healthfoundations.com and calling 651-895-2520 thank you very much dr amy and we'll we'll stay connected we're going to do that 